Welcome to the Elevate podcast. My name is Omon Imohi, motivator, co-elevator, and your number one transformational coach. Today is day 24 of the 30 Days Elevate Challenge. And today I want to talk about the very important topic, self-care. Self-care is any activity that we do deliberately in order to take care of our mental, emotional, and physical health. Although it's a simple concept in theory, it is something that we often overlook. Good self-care is key to improved mood and reduced anxiety. It is also a key to a very good relationship with ourselves and with others. Knowing what self-care is not is also very important. It is not something that we force ourselves to do or something we don't enjoy doing. Self-care is something that refuels us rather than takes from us. Self-care isn't a selfish act either. It is not only about considering our needs. It is rather knowing what we need to do in order to take care of ourselves, being subsequently able to take care of others as well. That is, if I don't take enough care of myself, I wouldn't be in the place to give to my loved ones either. And that's why the jog analogy comes in. I love using this analogy. See yourself as a jog. An empty jog has nothing to pour out. So you always need to refill so that you have enough to pour out to everyone else. Your family, your job, your friends, your community, your church, your religious groups, everything like that. You need to be full to pour. It is so important to make sure you take good care of your body, your mind, and your soul every day, not just when you're sick. Learning how to eat right, reduce stress, exercise regularly, and take time out when you need it are the cornerstones of self-care, and it can help you stay healthy, happy, and resilient. In a few words, self-care is the key to a balanced life. Practicing self-care isn't always easy. Most of us have crazy busy schedules and very stressful jobs, or sometimes we're just so consumed with technology to take time out for ourselves. Me time is usually the last on the agenda. (laughs) Worse, we can sometimes feel guilty about taking the time we actually require to take care of ourselves. So getting started with self-care can be really challenging. Fortunately, there are many things you can do to engage yourself in self-care. To start with, you can even read books about self-care strategies, join self-care programs or support groups, or have a tribe where these kind of things are discussed. Or you can even work with a coach or a therapist who can help support your progress. At the end of the day, no matter which approach you choose, the goal is to focus and figure out 
which self-care strategies works best for you because there's no one size fits all. Learn how to use the strategies that works for you and implement them in your regular routine so that you can boost your well-being, not only today, but forever. So let's talk about a few tips of, you know, I can share um, on how you can practice self-care. The first one is something very simple, okay? Make sleep part of your self-care routine. I know you say, oh man, boy, I sleep at night. <laughs> sleep can have a huge effect on how you feel both emotionally and physically. Not getting enough sleep can cause major health issues. Stress and other you know, distractions in our lives can wreak havoc on our sleep. So we need to make sure um, that sleep is a part of our routine. What do you do to make sleep part of your, your self-care routine? I think the first thing is to start, start by thinking about your nightly routine. Are you eating or drinking immediately before going to bed? If so, it's important to stay away from caffeine, sugar, and other stimulants, you know, drinks that will keep you awake. Reducing stress is also key. If you have work-related stress, think about the best way to calm yourself after a hard day work and relax whilst you're on the job because you might find that if you're not relaxed or calm, you take this stress to your bed and you just keep ruminating and thinking about work and all the, you know, what did you forget to do? What do you have to do tomorrow? You know, things like that. And they just distract you from sleeping. Also make sure that your bedroom is the best place for you to get good sleep. Okay. It should be free of distractions. Things like television, laptop, your phones should all be switched off. Make sure you have a room that is very you, that is ambient of what you want. You know, the smell, the texture, the feel, the, the lightning, it all adds to how much sleep you can get. Making sure that you have curtains that, you know, when it's daylight, especially during the summer, summer months, that the sun is not just coming in directly and waking you up. So sleep is important. The next thing is to take care of yourself by taking a break and going outside. <laughs> Spending time outside can help you reduce stress, can lower your blood pressure and be and help you to become more mindful. Studies have shown that getting outside can help re reduce fatigue and it's also a very good way of overcoming low mood and burnout. Getting outside can also help you sleep well at night, especially if you do some physical activities like gardening, hiking, or walking whilst you're outside. And this brings us to the next tip, which is daily exercise as part of your self-care routine. We all know exercise is good for us, but do we really know how good it is? Daily exercise can help you both physically and mentally. It can boost your mood, reduce stress and anxiety, not to mention all the other physical benefits like weight loss and prevention of heart problems. Of course, it might be hard to go to the gym every day. I'm not saying you should go to the gym or you should have a membership. I know for me, having two little kids is difficult going to the gym. So I've created my own gym at home. So you could do that as well. You could buy some equipment at home. You could exercise in your garden, take a walk around your neighborhood. You know, try to incorporate other exercise that you don't necessarily need the gym for, like walking, yoga, 
Pilates, things like that. There are loads of exercise resources on YouTube that you can use as well. The most important thing is to create a routine that works for you. Eat right. Eating right is so important in self-care. The food we eat has the potential to either keep us healthy or contribute to weight gain or diseases like diabetes, high blood pressure, things like that. But it can also keep our minds working and alert. Eating the right foods can help prevent short-term memory loss and inflammation, both of which can have long-term effects on the brain and in turn, the rest of the body. Some of the amazing self-care foods include fatty fish, blueberries, nuts, green leafy vegetables, broccoli, spinach, Brussels sprouts, things like that. So just eat healthy. Eat a healthy, balanced diet. You don't need to buy any specialized foods. Just make sure you're eating clean. Another tip is to learn to say the word no unapologetically. (laughs) Saying no is part of self-care. So learn to say no and yes to your self-care. Learning to say no is really hard. Many of us feel really obligated to say yes when people ask us for our time, our skills, our energy, and everything else we can offer. However, if you're already stressed or overworked, saying yes to loved ones or your co-workers can make that worse and lead to burnout, anxiety, and irritability. Sometimes you're even so angry that you agree to do that thing when you've got no time or energy to do it. So why not just say no? Think about yourself. It's so important. It might take a little bit of practice and patience, but once you learn how to politely and unapologetically say no, you will start to feel more self-confident and you'll have more time for yourself, for self-care. Try it today. (laughs) Take care of yourself by being organized. That's why we talk about decluttering at the beginning. Getting organized is often the first step to becoming a healthier you because it allows you to figure out exactly what you need to do to take better care of yourself. A small change like keeping a planner, a diary, a calendar, you know, sticking something on your fridge that reminds you of your daily schedule, your plans for the day, your to-do list can make a massive difference. While at the same time, it can help you keep very organized. You can also create an area in your house where you keep things that you need daily and you forget where they are, like your keys, your purses, your backpack, your bro- you know, your work bag, your work, things you need for work, your coats, and make sure that they are ready to go for the next day. Be organized. Sometimes just prepare the clothes you're going to wear for the entire week. It reduces your stress in the morning. If you can, prepare your kids' clothes for the week. Prepare the lunch pack the night before. You know, just prepare, 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 plan, plan, plan. And it helps once you're organized. It reduces stress, anxiety, and burnout. Finally, another another point, not finally really, is cook, cook for yourself, cook at home, okay? Many people don't take time to make themselves meals. They prefer to, you know, buy fast food and pre-made meals from the shops. 
But these fast meals are usually not sufficient when it comes to feeding your body the right nutrition and calories that you need. And again, it can cause you know, unhealthy eating habits and weight gain. So try as much as you can to make healthy meals for yourself, your family, and you know, you'll see the difference. It's really amazing. You can even incorporate family time into meal times. Get the kids cooking with you. It's fun. <laughs> read a book, you know, read a book. In today's fast-paced world, we tend to turn our phones to our source of entertainment or comfort, scrolling through news feeds, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, everything. <laughs> that really rhymed. But instead, you can also consider bringing, you know, having a self-help book with you when you leave the house, spending your last few minutes in bed reading a self-help book, you know, a motivational book. And you can actually read on your phone. I'm not saying the phone is bad. You can actually go, you know, use your Kindle app or whatever to read your books. You can listen to audiobooks on YouTube and you'll be amazed the difference it will make when you slow down instead of always like looking at your phone and being too technology, you know, conscious. Not only will it help improve your mood, it will also help you stay more present and mindful. Schedule your self-care time. We are mostly failed to do this one. It's so important that you schedule your your self-care time and guard that time with everything you have. Your me time should be protected time. It can be hard for us to find extra time, but it's extremely important to plan regular self-care time. Moments alone can help you ponder the best ways to move forward with your life, to plan ahead, to live in the moment and keep you grounded. The moments with friends can help you feel more connected and relaxed. So it's good to have your me time for just you, pamper yourself, take care of yourself, just relax, chill, refill, refuel, rejuvenate, and reset yourself for the next day. And it's also important that you have adult time with your friends, you know, just to get connected, relaxed, and talk about yourselves. So just do it. So whether you decide you want to go for a long walk, take a hot bath, enjoy a good movie with friends, taking self-care time is imperative. Look for small ways that you can incorporate it into your daily life. For example, you might just have to wake up 15 minutes earlier to just sit down and have your cup of coffee alone in, you know, in peace and practice deep breathing, meditation before the chaos of the day begins, before the kids wake up. Or you might want to take a walk around the block, you know, during your lunch break, just to think and clear your mind. The more you can work self-care into your schedule, the better you will be able to grow enjoy your life and thrive. And I'm all about thriving. (laughs) So my action plan today is I want every single one of you to have a digital cleanse for one hour. That means one hour of no technology. Try it. The world is not going to stop. (laughs) Don't worry. Nobody's going to call you. There will be no emergency call. Just one hour of a digital cleanse. I do it often and I've seen the benefits. Just try it. The second task I have for you today is today I want you to say no. N-O, no. Unapologetically. Politely. 
and say yes to your self-care. And finally, today, I want you to do something a bit unconventional. I want you to stand in front of a full-length mirror in your birthday suit, stark, naked. (laughs) I want you to stare at your naked body in front of your mirror and view yourself intimately. Hold up. I'm not saying when you stand in front of that mirror, you start to say, oh, my tummy is big, my this is that. No, that's not the purpose of this exercise. I want you to stand and look at yourself naked in front of the full length mirror. And I want you to appreciate every single perfection, every single imperfections, every single flaws, and just love you love you. This is a powerful exercise. I want to hear your experience and your comments after practicing this task for today. It's been your motivational coach, your co-elevator, and of course, the number one transformational coach on earth, (laughs) Oman E. Mohi. Don't get fed up of my voice because I'm going to be here same time tomorrow. Have a lovely day.